0: Spin a day to get my mind blown. List it up and go to Nassau. Yeah. 200 miles on the dash. Got roll a roll of pound up a gas station. Put your names in the Grand Rapids. We the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film and a movie nigga. Gonna go to Mavic. We ballin' like the Marsh Magnus. All these cops shootin' a nigga tragic.
1: Welcome to the Tehran Lee Show, Episode 2. I'm your co-host, Rich B., joined by Kevin Singh. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up? What's going on? Good, good. First and foremost, we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, we definitely set up our social media account, so for the Twitter folk, find us at Tehran underscore Lee. That's T-E-R-R-O-N underscore Lee. Also, hit us up on the email, Podcast at gmail.com. We're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com backslash KDR podcast. So definitely find us there, rate, review. Soon enough, we'll be on iTunes, so be on the lookout for that. And again, thank you for, for coming back to us, episode two. Like I like to say, around this time, this would be the best hour of your week. So appreciate you guys listening. So, you know what I mean? We just wanted to, to get back at y'all. This past weekend, March Madness happened, so we want to get into that. Hopefully the fellas, you know what I mean, checked out the game. Also, I want to thank Kev for letting me and Sing back on his podcast. <laughs> 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 Star of the show. Headliner. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you, Kev. But uh, yeah, y'all y'all check out the game. I'm sure y'all did. Any, any thoughts? Kentucky took the L. Kev, where you at with it?
2: Hey, man, Kentucky took that L, but
1: you know, it is
2: what it is. And tonight is going to be a special night. Hopefully, Wisconsin gets their ass with for <laughs> taking out my team like that. But all in all, man, like that game... Sucked. <laughs> because for one I lost my twenty dollars this weekend. It blew me out of that, you know. I think you winning or Jules is winning. Somebody yeah, Jules,
1: Jules is winning, man. Okay. So shit. I hope he don't send me that uh that uh PayPal account. I ain't trying to send him no bread, but yeah, he, he got that. I'm in second place. But you know that wasn't even the highlight. The highlight of that whole drone was at the end
2: and we sitting there, and we sitting back and we watching the the uh the people talk about the game and he had what was the what's the center for uh, Kentucky? Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky is the boy from from you. Oh, so no, me. I'm talking about the stuff oh, oh, my t- bad.
1: Town, uh, town. Yeah. Bad.
2: So they had him the and they asked him about Kamisky and you he heard the boy what he fuck said. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that nigga. So that sparked a little, you know, little controversy this weekend, and um, I really didn't appreciate the tone they, they took on that. Like they always try to bring up in the media, you know. He said fuck that nigga, but you you and I know. We brothers, we talked about it, it is what it is. If I say, fuck that nigga, and they were referring to Frank Kaminsky, you know, I don't want to talk about him. Y'all just beat me. We <laughs> were supposed to go 40-0. and 0. Like, this was on the line right now. Yeah. And then you got me on the podium. I'm I'm a young man. Like, I'm all in my emotions right now. I said, fuck that nigga under my breath. The speaker wasn't supposed to pick that up. But it's the same as somebody saying, fuck that dude, yo. We don't want to talk about him right now. We just lost, you know what I mean? He's in his emotions. Like, the media, they tried to make it a race thing, I mean, a white man was he ever considered a nigga? Like, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong in that. But was he ever considered a nigga? Not at all. Not one day. Not <laughs> one day. So, so, so I mean, what gives them the right to go ahead and make an issue over that? Like, they want reparations now. Like What's going on?
0: Yeah, I think I think this shit's dumb. Like, I think, like you said, we we had a conversation earlier, and I think it is the fact that they can't say it, so we shouldn't say it either. And the fact of the matter is, is that that's not the case. So. You're a white person. No, you can't say it. No, you can't call me a nigga. No, you can't get mad and 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 be on the bus chanting nigger this and nigger that and nigger nigger nigger. No, you can't do that. But it is acceptable for whatever reason in the black community, and we say nigger. It, it is what it is. And and no, it, it's it's a person place thing. It's a noun. Like it, it could be used as whatever. <laughs> like, like Bernie like, Mac. <laughs> you feel me? Like so when he definitely said it. It, no in no way was he thinking that this was a racial undertone towards that white man it it was similar to and definitely different wording when uh, a couple years back uh what's his name uh dirt and whiskey he beat Dallas Mavericks beat o k c thunder and they asked k d what do you think about are you are you at least happy for for dirt and whiskey finally getting this and and uh k d said no, no, I'm not happy for him. <laughs> it was the same. Not the same words, of course. KD was a little bit more polished and said, whatever. But fuck that nigga would have went into play. Like, (laughs) I just lost one of the most important games of my life. Don't ask me about this dude and his accomplishments. Like, it wasn't no racial thing. It was really just dismissing the fact that I don't want to talk about him right now. I'm only doing this interview because it's my job. I got to be here. I'm only here because they cut the check. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here because they're paying me. But, like, I don't want to talk about this other man. Like, so fuck that nigga definitely wasn't no he wasn't coming after him. He wasn't, no. And I'm sure he, I heard that he had a conversation with him afterwards and, and, and told him about his respect for him. He and did. I'm sure Comiskey was like, dude, I know. Like, it was yeah. Listen, I'm not. And, and Comiskey playing basketball, he's been playing with black people all his life. And I'm sure there's been some times where, He's been allowed to say nigga like he's been on the court and he's been cool with some black people and that they've actually been out there just saying it and and they called him like nah nigga chill nah this and that da, da, da. like it, it just like, wasn't that big of an issue
1: exactly it's it's all just media spin they trying to you know I mean listen don't don't get it misconstrued like he shouldn't have said it he definitely shouldn't have said it with a microphone in front of his face right. but like honestly like it takes a lot to offend me so like when I heard it I just laugh like to me it's funny like. Everything has context. Right. So, you know, to turn on ESPN and see them say he used a racial slur, it's not a racial slur. Like that word is not meant to hurt Frank Kaminsky. Like he whether you agree or disagree about the term of endearment and all that, all that stuff. Like, unfortunately, this is how people talk. This is how young black kids specifically talk. Even older grown men shit. I use the word like it is what it is. It is what it is. So I heard it. I understood it. I laughed about it, and I said, I can't wait until they have these hot takes on, on first take, and they want to ask Stephen A. Smith when he thinks about it, and it's nothing. It's nothing to blow up. I am glad to see that it's not really spinning out of control on TV, at least today. I haven't seen it, but again, when it first happens, everybody wants to question why, and my question always to that is, like, why do you want to say it? Like, why Why is this so important? Like, what, what does this do for you? Like, yo, don't say it you know you're not supposed to say it you know what happens when you do say it so i I just don't get the the fascination behind wanting to say it like there's plenty of racial slurs that i've heard that i would never walk up to someone else and say that to them never because i know better so i just i just don't get the point it's it's always hilarious to me to see it when it happens so and it's
2: not like he said you know fuck that cracker like if he had said fuck that cracker then you can say i said a racial slur or something like that but that's not what was said and it's just like to me like in every situation in sports like not every, everybody so many like you can check through all the sports there's always some type of racial issue going on you know what i mean like and donald sterling in basketball you know what i'm saying like that was a huge thing you know what i mean and then even even our hometown team you but know? see even that donald sterling thing right we're talking about completely two different
0: <laughs> scenarios. Now, Donald Sterling is on tape saying he doesn't want black people at his games or he doesn't want you taking pictures with a black man. You're embarrassing me by taking a picture with this black man. Now, that's a race issue. Him understanding under his breath, fuck that nigga, because he was upset about this game and talking about referring to a white man <laughs> is not enough to call anybody you know what I mean like it's yeah. just not the same thing so it's like I because I, I can hear the people out there saying playing devil's advocate I can hear them saying well oh now it's not a race issue so when when the word is this and that, no it's not the same thing <laughs> like you can spin it however you want to spin it but it's not the same thing if I say uh listen don't have no white people in this game or you, you I don't want my wife taking pictures with white men because it makes me look bad this and that da, da, da. like that's
1: that's racism yeah, That's like, clear that's direct there's no misconstruing that like you know it That's very clear, like what what the issue is like. So anytime this conversation comes up, I feel like either people are just dumb or they just want to ignore the fact that people, black people, young black people, older black people use this word. So if you want to ignore that fact, then you'll never get it. it, It'll never make sense. Whether you like it or not is not the issue. You need to accept that the word is you. So just because you hear it doesn't mean it, it means what you think it means especially if it's directed at another black person, like black people don't say negative to each other to be offensive. So like telling me that I can't use it just doesn't make sense. And again, I'm not even like a crazy fan of the word, but when people talk like this, it's just, it's just ridiculous to me, like how ignorant or how one sided or how they just ignore stuff because it just doesn't make sense. It's not intelligent to be like, well, no one should use it. They use it. So now I should use it. And again, I always ask, why do you want to use it? Like, that's just, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: And let's take, take, and like you said, you brought up a good point talking about it in context. Let's take similar words with the word fuck, with the word nigga, or nigger. I don't know which one, the the dialect with this other issue I'm about to bring up. But similar words in a different context. So this young man just lost one of the most important games of his life. Doesn't want to hear about the accolades of another teammate. And under his breath he says, fuck that nigga. That's completely different than Riley Cooper saying, in a in a threatening way, I'll get over there and whoop all you niggas ass or however he said it. Right. Like that, that's a totally different context. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like he he was not in there being dismissive because he just lost a game or and something, you know what I mean? Like he just was upset in his feelings a little bit. Like he deliberately said, I mean, because he could have just said, "I fuck you up." Like he he literally <laughs> went out and, and, and thought, "Say, you know, I fuck all you niggas up." Like what what is that? What is that? Like that is not the same. So yeah, so yeah, we're mad at that. You we can't just go out around saying that, like you just said. Like Kevin said, I can't go around saying, Yo, you know what, y'all fuck every cracker in here up. Like, yeah, that's a racial slur. I'm definitely coming at, coming at a race. I'm definitely being derogatory in it. I'm being threatening even. Yeah, exactly. He was definitely not doing that. Like like we all agree, bad taste, bad timing. It shouldn't have been said. It shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been said on the mic, on that platform. It should have had better sportsmanship. We're not saying that. What we're saying is that it was definitely no racial undertone, undertone there. When Raleigh Cooper says... Clear as day, I fuck all you niggas up. There's clearly some racial undertone there. Now, if you can't see that, then then we just
1: don't have a conversation because you you really can't. If you don't see it, it's because you don't want to see it, and that's that's probably what like bothers me the most. Is like clearly you, you just don't want to see it, like, and you just want to keep saying the same thing back and forth. But like, yo, I'm not falling for the. I'm not falling for it. Like, I know what it is. Like, I get it. Like, so I know when when you talk and you, and you try to make it seem like it's not. You know, or make it seem that it is racial or that it should be treated the same. Nah, be I'm not. I'm not letting that fly. Like we know better. Like we know what it is. And and
0: the crazy thing is, is that how you know how many times we're just speaking on. There's several 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 minority slurs and uh, even majority slurs, but uh, the nigger nigger conversation always comes up, and there's always some person a TV analyst. It could be someone well-respected on CNN, CNBC, <laughs> and it's always, well, why does it have to be a race issue? Why does it have to be this and that? So this clear as day was not a racial issue, and yet no one's saying, why does it have to be a race issue? Why, why does it not apply when it's really not a race issue? Yeah. So now as we always use that as an excuse, but now... Y'all using it as an excuse just because You want to be able to say the word like I don't Understand
2: and not even so much that they want to say The word they just want to they want that Get back you right. know what I mean like they Want to be excused that they used it and Made it a foul <laughs> word to <laughs> us like Real like, shit this is an excuse See, so you said it Aha we gotcha you did it You said nigger Yeah. okay Right I call all my people nigger what's yeah. up My nigger? what's up my <laughs> yeah. nigga? Like So what I can say that you can't And that's never going to change So yeah. no matter how much you want to put it out there and make it sound like i fucked up because now you got me i said it right okay you got me i say (laughs) but you still can't say it (laughs) (laughs) nothing has changed huh (laughs) nothing absolutely Absolutely. (laughs) and i just i mean honestly to me like it hit a chord with me today because like i see all that stuff goes on and just in sports like i deal with it every day like you know like they always want to make it seem like something is worse when we doing something, you know what I mean? And it's like but then on the other side they'll tell me there is no racism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I go to watch sports just because it's the outlet for me to to get free, just be away from everything. But right. yeah I could sit at work and have a conversation about last night's game, say the Eagles for instance, and then they're like, Okay, my favorite player, Deshaun Jackson, I see that, you know, what we could have become last year if he was there. But then you know what I hear from my white counterparts at work? It'll be like, oh, he was a thug. I didn't like him, blah, blah, blah. That's you cold. Know?
1: That's cold. You know, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Real talk. 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 But thug. what do you Ooh, mean he's a thug, man. though? I
2: always say, how's he a thug? Did he ever do anything? Did y'all hear him do anything? Because like, that that man literally, so much as he dressed like Alan Iverson or the thug in the corner or whatever, I never heard him do nothing. Like, he never you. got in trouble for nothing. Like, you, you know, know, nothing all at all. But then, you know what I mean? Like, you got motherfuckers, like ben roethlisberger raping motherfuckers getting away with it but they never acknowledge that part of it you know what i'm saying so Matt, Matt, no matter whether it's your team would not been to me that's about a racism aspect like you know like it all comes back to that because you don't want to like this man you happy he going even though he made the team good you know what i mean whether you're a fan of him or not but you're willing to get out because he looked a certain way you know what i'm saying and like it just it just frustrates me in that sense because then we gotta deal with it in the sense of what this this young man said, you know what I mean? He said, nigga, so what? He said it. All right. But then we always just gotta pick and choose about this little this racism thing when we should just be watching sports and enjoying the game. It ain't about black or white, it's about you know that's just my take on it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, like you said, they co they can coexist with each other. And like you said, he he had a conversation with Kaminsky after the game or the next day. And I'm sure that conversation went, hey, man, you you know I didn't mean nothing. But listen, I I know it wasn't even nothing. And if they can do it that way, then why does it have to be dragged out in the media for two days, three days, three weeks? You know what I mean? It's like it's just always reaching for a story. Don't get me wrong. I understand we're here on a podcast platform because we want to reach out to the masses. Right. And so these these big TV outlets and radio outlets, they need to. Have a story, you need to have something to talk about But it doesn't have to be that It doesn't have to be reaching for a story when there's no story You know what I mean, it just wasn't a racism
1: issue Nah, it really wasn't And a lot of this stuff, kind of going back to what Kev was talking about Is just misunderstanding A young black man Like, when you see that old cold word For thug and all this other nonsense That people say, you just don't know better Like, if you flashy, if you flamboyant And you loud, which a lot of our Athletes are, and we... We dominate sports, like at least the popular sports, like basketball is probably 90 percent African-American football, 55, 60 maybe. And the star players, for the most part, are us and people, the older white media covering them don't know how to handle it. So that's how you get these stories like thug and code or whatever. And then people want to talk about will this affect Andrew Harrison's draft, uh, draft status, you know, in terms of what he said, like without applying any type of context, without any type of understanding Again, if you don't agree with it, that's fine. If you don't like the word, if you don't – I get that. But there's context to everything. Like, Don't just jump out the window saying somebody did something that they didn't or try to make it mean something that it doesn't. Like, That's just irresponsible, and that's how these things happen. That's how these spins happen, and, and next thing you know, this will be following him for as long as he's playing professional basketball or what happens. And, and, that,
0: so. and that's one of the biggest things. I, I hate that. That just – I mean – I know this wasn't really the topic but it's like that that grinds my gears a little bit when they say will it hurt his draft status did it affect the way he dribbles a ball did it affect the way he plays defense did it affect the way he puts the ball in the hoop like he said he made a bat mind you these these not professional athletes these collegiate athletes are 17 18 19, 20. these are kids yeah. they make mistakes everyone's made mistakes everybody said a bad word everybody's done something right yeah it just so, ain't in public so now That's you're telling difference. now you're telling me yeah no he should miss out on millions of dollars he shouldn't be drafted number in number one round or whatever round he was projected to go and because he said a word. He didn't. He didn't get arrested for nothing. He didn't do a crime. He didn't do anything, right? But now it's now it's that the media made it this big racial issue because he said "fuck that nigga" to a white man. <laughs> not even to him. It just was like it really was a dismissive tone. Like, yo, know, I'm really not trying to hear him after I just got my butt kicked. Pretty much like bad sportsmanship, yes. But now I need to I need to take food out of my family's mouth because I I said this word and I'm 19 years old. Like it, it, it's taken too far.
1: Yeah, They always do. And it's kind of similar. It's funny, a little bit different. But James Winston, he probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. He announced that he's not coming to the draft. So, of course, I'm seeing articles. I'm seeing this and that trying to give him flag, trying to make it seem like Roger Goodell told him not to come because of his off the field issues, which are serious. So we don't want to make light of that. But Marcus Mariota said he's not coming to the draft. They didn't quite see the same type of reports or anything. I didn't like even that. hear like, about that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and if that's a true story, like yo, they want to give James flack, and it, and Marcus is the choir boy, so he he get let off. Now he's not white, but still, like again, I know the older white media members look at James and just see this young thug. thug or just whatever. Like they they make their own decisions about whatever. And mind you, when James is going through the draft process. Um, you know, going with uh, Steve Mariucci on the on the chalkboard, going over plays. He said he's one of the smartest kids I have ever seen do it. But you don't hear that. They want to talk about the other stuff, but they don't want to talk about how talented he is at his craft and how smart he is. Next to Peyton Manning, like that's what I heard. Like I'm not making this up. Like this is what people who do this for a living have said about the ball. And he, he went on the board and did his thing. So again, man, they take, they want to hold it down or they want to make their own stories, but make non issues out of nothing. So.
0: It's all about that bigger picture. Now I know this this isn't a, a, a podcast to just debate racism at all levels, but it is racism because it's like it pretty much what that is. What that says is James Winston is saying I'm not coming to the draft. Oh, so now he's too good for us. He can't play the game. He can't. He he, he doesn't know that this is bigger than than sports. So he he's defying us. We have this set up to the draft. The, the draft, the, the NFL makes millions off of this. The, it's one of the most watched sport events of the year, every single year. And so, of course, they want the biggest players. He may have had trouble, but they want him there.
2: Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? So it's like he had trouble, but they want him there because it's going to sell tickets because Jameis Winston has fans. Jameis Winston, people want to see where he goes because he can play the game. But now it's like, wait a minute, we can't parade you on TV. We don't like you. We, we think you're a thug, but we can't parade you around TV for our viewing. So now, all of a sudden, he's even more of a nuisance. And
1: it's like... And then the funny thing is, like, his reason for not showing up, his grandma can't travel. So he wants to stay home and be around his family. So, But that don't get nearly the amount of attention. So it's, just, it's all media spin. It's, it's just funny. And I don't even know why Mariota ain't gone, but I'm sure they they... It don't matter. Him, they don't need a reason. He yeah, didn't need a reason. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He didn't need to explain himself <laughs> like James had to explain. He himself. wasn't
0: caught shoplifting <laughs> crab legs, so he doesn't need a reason. He's hey, not a thug. Another funny incident, but <laughs> I digress. He doesn't need a reason. But yeah, so, I mean, racism in sports or non-racism in sports is always a, a big issue. We're going to make issues of issues that aren't issues and issues that are issues. And just like, like Kevin said... We want to watch sports because these are some tremendously gift- gifted athletes, and it's fun to watch. Like, let them do what they do. And we want to follow them around and mic them up all the time. Like, you're going to hear some of these things. Sometimes It's, just, it's bound to happen. If you were to have
1: all the players mic'd up during the whole game, oh, man. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it watching the game sometimes. It's at home, so you can just imagine if y'all really – record these conversations, what what you will hear. So. Exactly,
0: and it's never a racial undertone. These people, have, these players have been playing with mixed races for, since they knew how to play it. Honestly, I would go out on the limb and say, and don't get me wrong, you have your your standouts or your your uh, people who don't fit the mold, but I would go out on the limb to say that athletes, especially playing in, in organized sports, are some of the most well-rounded kids as far as Intermingling with races because they've been doing it since they were seven years old, six years old. Yeah. Playing, I personally been playing sports since I was seven years old and been playing with white kids, Spanish kids, all my life. Like it is not a race thing. Like I said, these words it comes in part of our, our our dialect when we're talking with our friends and it is what it is. And sometimes you just it's involuntary. So yeah, I know we spend a lot of time on that topic. <laughs> um, I don't know any other points that you wanted to make about that. Because I feel, I feel like we jumped into that and uh, we kind of went ahead first. But uh, maybe we need to just jump into a little lighter topic. Yeah, yeah I don't man. know. Y'all got a little deep in here. Got a little heavy.
1: <laughs> I don't want to lose y'all. So,
0: uh, with that said, hit us up, Teron Lee. So it's Teron underscore Lee at Twitter. Uh, welcome your comments on that topic. Um, let us know what you think about it. If it was a big deal to you, if it wasn't a big deal to you, just just we're, we're here for you. We want to know your uh, your thoughts. Uh, but like I said, yeah, we're just going to jump into this music and, uh, and and just lighten up the mood a little bit So not with any real direction, music has just been a pretty good year this year uh, I know we're only in April, uh, we just want to talk about what's been out, what's hot, how we're feeling about it So we know Drake dropped the product, uh, a project first in the beginning of the year We know Sean, Sean, Big Sean followed it up, Kendrick and Wale uh, I just want to talk about them as a whole, Rich, what are you thinking about music right now?
1: in a good space man I'm, i've been i've been uh entertained so far so far so good with a lot of stuff has dropped like you said drake sean wale kendrick i probably say the most entertained or the best album that i've liked thus far is the sean hands down okay, okay. Top, top to bottom he definitely he definitely came back um from that that stinger oh, yeah, that, that oh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it now. That, that it hall of fame. Didn't like Hall of Fame. I didn't. I like some of it. I didn't like all of it. <laughs> so you, so you like the Hall of Fame? That hall of Fame was a dope album. Oh, oh man, it's it's dope, let's huh? talk about it's this. That's Bible. what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, the floor is yours. <laughs> hey.
0: I, 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 oh my go god, it. Now, give, so dope about Let's it. give a little background on this. So, <laughs> so, so I will say that I am a little biased. Sean is one of my favorite artists. out Me was, too. And uh, it, oddly enough. Rich put me on Big Sean back in the day. This is a funny story, actually. So, Rich was telling me for months to listen to Big Sean, right? And me, I, I, I'm a weirdo. I, I'll say it as plain as day. I'm a weirdo, right? So, I really just didn't want to hear nothing from another fat rapper called Big. Like, I just really didn't. So, I didn't, didn't want to give it no spins. I'm like, he's like, check this out. Check it out. Nah, I'm not listening to it. Nah, da So, one day... Because uh, we also follow Drake, right? So from the beginning, all the mixtapes back in the day. So I'm on nighright.com, and I see Drake performing. And yeah, bringing out Big Sean. Big Sean? I was <laughs> a little skinny, frail, dude. <laughs> and it sounded all right. I'm like, what? Okay. So next thing you know, Rich put a, put a couple CDs in my hand. Yeah, because back then, I was still listening. <laughs> you listen to CDs. <laughs> yeah. Put a couple CDs in my hand. Ain't looked back since. No. Now... Rich don't give him no respect. Chill, <laughs> and See, and, and I'm hand. and I'm the fan now. Chill, that's what you gotta hand, right? So yeah, so I just want to talk about this. So Hall of Fame, right? Hall of Fame. I will say this, right? I do think that he led with the wrong singles. Guap shouldn't have been the single. I agree. Maybe it shouldn't have made the album, right? But all in all, Hall of Fame was a solid album to me. Like from from from. Don't get me wrong. You get your favorites on the CD, but from top to bottom, I'm not just angry because. Two or three songs, or five or six songs, are on here. Like, I'm listening to it. I, Hall of Fame came out how many years ago? How, how long ago was that? I wanna say 2012. 2012. It's 2015. I still have Hall of Fame songs on my playlist. Like, I, I really did genuinely like the album, right? So then, fast forward, I talked to Rich. And all of a sudden, this shit is trash. Like, it's doo doo, right? Uh, so we're having it, we're, we're on a text chain, we're talking about this. And... It's like, yeah, nah. That 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 really wasn't, you know, Sean's my dude, but that wasn't hitting for nothing. So we go through it track by track. I say, Rich, let me know what what tracks you like, man. What what don't you like? My man lists eight songs that (laughs) out of (laughs) seventeen.
1: Trash. Listen, no, 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 (laughs) that (laughs) I like eight
0: songs that he liked. Nah, eight out of seventeen. Right. So eight out of seventeen that was his go-to that he was like, yo, nah, I like these songs. Blah blah blah. Right. Okay. Cool. Fast forward. I'm going to put a comparison out here that uh, uh, this this opinion may have changed since then. I don't know. So Kendrick album comes out, right? Kendrick is the savior of hip hop, right? Everyone loves Kendrick. Kendrick can't do no wrong, right? Okay. So Kendrick album comes out. I listen to it, and I'm like, ah, need another listen. Ah, need another listen. Now, mind you. Three listens in, I shouldn't still be debating what I'm, what I'm debating, right? So I'm like, you know what? There's a couple of drinks that 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 uh, jump out to me. You know what I mean? I can rock with it, but I'm just not really feeling this, right? So I asked Rich, Rich, what would you feel about Kendrick's album? Nah, I mean, I, I think it's a good project. I mean, I get what he was saying, and uh, he, it, it just it was different. It was different, but he had a message. Blah blah. blah. How many songs you like off of Is it, Rich? Rich tells me it's at least three go-tos. I'm going to let Rich speak out of this. I'm going to let Rich speak out of this. But he says there's at least three joints that uh, are my favorites I can go to. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm still listening, blah, blah, blah. So I say, three three songs you go to and you're not willing to call this trash yet. So eight songs in Sean and it's trash. This just goes to like, why does Kendrick get all of this? benefit of the doubt right so hold on before you go there because yeah, yeah, yeah. another person joe button another one of my favorite artists right joe button says that big sean's album is trash too he said he said hall of fame what do you call it poop doo doo whatever he called it was he said he put that piece of shit out whatever it was yeah, right there you go. <laughs> he put the piece of shit out that it was just it was trash however he's reviewing kendrick's album and now no 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 it's a classic it's a great body of work is this that? and that? Did he say all that? Yes he did say all that. Yeah. He said he, he said, Oh it's a great body of work. I get what he was doing. I understand it. It's just not for me. It's not for you. I, that's not something I'm gonna go back to. If you're not gonna go back to it, that shit was trash. Like, why does Kendrick get all this leeway to now it's, you know what, no, I, he was really doing something, I get this point, and I blah, blah, blah. If you don't wanna listen to this shit, the shit was trash. Like, I listen to artists that I wanna listen to, right? I put Big Sean in there because I wanna listen to him. I'm not putting in Kendrick because I think I get what he was doing and it's supposed to be a good body of work. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that everybody thinks that it was a, it was a trash album. Kendrick's album, to me, I didn't like it. The first album, it actually took me, what, a year and a half before I even <laughs> listened to it. Yep. And actually, I did like that one. So, like, I, for, for whatever reason, I didn't get around to his first album. Well, when I did get to it, I got the hype. Like, I can mm-hmm. listen to it straight through, and I thought it was dope. So, I was actually excited for this Kendrick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, damn, I, I, I stunned on him last time. Now I get back to him. And nah, I just really wasn't feeling it. Like, real talk, it probably was about three joints that I listened to. They, they haven't made it to the playlist yet, but whatever. Like, I don't get me wrong. Some people love the album. Some people don't. But I don't understand three joints you went to, and you weren't ready to say <laughs> that it was trash. It just wasn't. For, it just wasn't. I don't know.
1: All right. So so let's let's clear this up. <coughs> Real quick, on the, on the three joints thing, that was like a day and a half, two days after it came out. And I'm actually glad that I still took my time with it because I did find myself liking more the album. You know what? Hold on. Before you get into Go it ahead. all the way into
0: it. How, how many how many song, how many many times did you listen to Sean's new album before you decided that it was... It was more
1: immediate. Yeah, it oh, was okay. more... I'll give you that. But okay, again, like... And I, I hear what you're saying as far as the leeway, but Kendrick is one, in my opinion, at least with an album like this, it is something that because he doesn't make club music, dance music, like you do want to take your time with it. That doesn't mean it's going to be good or bad, but it may not be as immediate. So I'll say that. So I... So again, I'm glad I didn't jump out the window and say it's trash because I do feel differently now about it. Backtrack on Sean. So let me just kind of explain where all this came from. Like Singh said, I put him up on Sean. I put the whole crew up on Sean. So I'm grading Sean against himself. Every project he's put out, Volume 2, uh, You Know Big Sean, Volume 2, Finally Famous, Volume 3, Finally Famous, the album, All Fire. Detroit Mixtape came out, All Fire. Hall of Fame came out. Not so much. Eight out of 17 is less than 50%. Like, that's nine songs that I don't like. Like, and and the eight is being generous. I still fuck with Sean. Like, that's the thing. If if Sing Sing is loyal, (laughs) Sing is one of the most loyal people I know in my life. So, like, if he rock with you, you can't say nothing bad against it because forget it. So, like, like, he knows I fuck with Sean. So, like, but if I'm being even somewhat critical... Then it's like, oh, fuck you! You don't even fuck with Sean. Same with Wale. And we'll get to him later. So my criticism of Hall of Fame is I'm I'm grading Sean against himself and his prior work. And if I were to rank his shit, and I bet if Singh were to rank it too, Hall of Fame wouldn't be top three of Sean's projects. He got like six, maybe seven. But I, you call it trash, though. Listen, <laughs> not top three and, tra- and that's because being that I liked everything that he came out with. Like, My expectations are higher for him, though. All right, maybe trash is a harsh word. I'm I'm being harsh. But I wouldn't say it was great. It might have been like it was solid. Like, I don't feel like it was great at all. Like, it, And if you feel like it was great, then, hey, man, I give it to you. That. But 8 out of 17 it ain't great to me. And like I said, the 8 is being really generous. So that, that's why I came with it. However, he came back, dropped "Dark Sky Paradise," and the shit is fire. Like I expected it to be, like everything else has been with what he's dropped so far. So, like again, Hall of Fame. I'm just going to chalk that up. Sing, sing, Mama Anderson <laughs> and Big Sean. They the only and Kevin, I guess they rock with the album. But most people don't really care for that project as much as the other one. So trash. All right, maybe it's not trash, but. It wasn't that good, in my opinion. But this is all I want to know. See, I mean,
2: everybody has a different way they listen to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Derek, once upon a time, was a DMX fan. I stayed a DMX fan. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so you ain't saying you're coming to the point where you're done with Sean. No, Hall not, of even, fame not even close. It wasn't shit shit. So what what happened in Hall of Fame that, that you know, you just, it just track by track? You didn't like it or whatever? Because I'm, I'm just getting to a point because right now, I agree with what you're saying. You saying the new album is, is dope to you too? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I feel like it's a dope album, but the truth of the matter, this is just the way I listen to music. I forgot about Sean's out. It was sitting in the iPod, and I got uh, the new music one? In it. The new one. Mm. I played it yeah. for like the first three days that I had it. That's all I played in the car, right? Mm-hmm. But then after them three days, the weekend came. And you know what I went back to? I went back to motherfucking Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and Drake's album to me is not better than Sean's album, but listening wise, and that's why I'm asking you, like, how are you listening to it? How were you judging it listening wise? Like, what didn't catch you on Hall of Fame? Because to me, like I said, I thought it was a dope album.
1: I, I feel like Hall of Fame was just all over the place. Like I'm I'm kinda in terms of music, I like when shit sounds cohesive, like when things sound like they fit together in terms of the beats, in terms of the themes of the songs. And all that. And Hall of Fame, like just looking at the track list, he, he just got songs that just don't fit, or I just didn't care for the, the flow of the album. And certain songs that I, I just didn't like. Like I didn't like. Guap was whatever, but I didn't really care for it. Moolah Remix didn't care for it. Switch Up with Common was all right. All figured out. Wasn't crazy about it. Ashley wasn't crazy about it. World of Blaze is dope. Sierra Leone is dope. Mel, I wasn't like. I, that's not something I'm trying to keep hearing that song with him and Juicy J and Nicki Like it, it wasn't that dope to me. Mona Lisa I can't even really remember Mona Lisa like So again I, I don't know what was fire other than the intro Cause Sean is always money on the intros on every project he do Fire was cool 10 to 10 like you, 10 to 10 was that shit Toyota music was that shit like So what catches you the flow the content all of it combined Like what yeah I, I'm more so like on, on first listen I'm always on the beats Like that's always where I'm at just to see if there's something I can rock with so it wasn't bad but it wasn't it wasn't great. And it just the sound wasn't cohesive. Like I feel like Dark Sky Paradise, the sound is much more cohesive. Like he got better beats and he's flown on that shit too, but but the beats are better, everything's just more tight knit album. And and it's a better album to me. Like I, I don't think anyone will argue against that. So like Yeah, I'm not gonna argue yeah. that
0: the newest one isn't isn't better than Hall of Fame. Nah. I, I'm I'm definitely with you. Yeah. But like just how they give and, and like you said, cohesiveness and beats and whatnot. But like, even on the new Kendrick, it's like people are like, "Well, yeah, I don't know if really, no, don't know if I really mess with the music, but the content is there." Like on Hall of Fame, he was still rapping. Like he still got bars. Like he still was coming with it. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like he just. You know what? I'm just gonna mail this one in. I ain't got no bars. Like I just yeah. forgot how to rap. Like I just. And that just me, like you said, I am loyal. Sometimes I will admit to a fault, but I don't think this is one of them cases. Like I feel like I feel like we all leave. I'm about to bump all hey. figured out and uh,
1: and first change just because. Like well, I guess I need to listen to it again, but yeah, I, it just it, it just didn't strike me like yeah he's still rapping. Like I know he's not taking bars off, but so many songs just weren't weren't good to me. Like it weren't worth going back to and listening to. So and let's real talk with the Kendrick. I'll say this, like, I gotta be in a certain type of mood to listen to his music. Like, I, I don't... He's not riding a car with a bunch of people. Music, like, I just... That's something you just listen on your own, like, if you want to just be introspective. And it's funny, like, the album... Exactly. If you hate your life and you just nah, sit back introspective and introspective don't mean that you hate your life. <laughs> But nah, it was just like, that album fucked me up, too, because the flow of the album was kind of weird in the beginning. Like I said before, like, it didn't catch me till, like, maybe track eight or track nine. And then it just hit, like, a, a good... A good spin from there. So like, it is what it is. Like I'm not one of those people that's going to say it was the best shit ever. Like I've been reading and, and people just going overboard. Is it classics? You- nah, I would not even. No, not at all. Good kid, Mad City. I can see that. Like to me, a classic is something I want to listen to four or five years from now, six. Like mm-hmm. stand the test of time. Like I know this Kendrick album. Outside of a couple more months, I'm not going to be listening to it, especially depending on what what drop next. Like so,
0: Kevin said. Well you want you want like you said, he listens to it to what he wants to hear in the car, whatever it is. That first one, Good Kid Mad City, like you had beats, he was singing something to everyone, it was a nice theme to it, but like it just was good music, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it it just and don't get me wrong, like I'm not faulting him for putting out what was in his heart at that time, you know what I mean? Like that's the kind of music that he wanted to make, but like I just don't think that if I'm sitting here looking at it objectively and I want to say that this album over here that someone made, I'm talking, especially, you know what's funny? Because Joe Button is one of my favorite artists, right? Like, he's a cornball, but I love him to death, right? Like, I'm a rider for Joe Button, right? But his critique really irked me. It he really did, did because it was like... it was being PC, though. It was like... it was it, it, Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, eh. And that's another thing, though. But, like, if you're going to speak on it, speak yeah, on it. No, you know what I mean? Agree. So it's like... But, like, I don't understand, like, how... Essentially, you got two albums you don't fuck with, but one of them is just not for you, and the other one is just trash. Like that's no, that's like no, you don't you don't classify stuff as that like for you. Like if it's not for me, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you just can't do it. You know what I mean? Like I, I just don't see it that way anyway. But that that is my take. But like back to uh, Kev mentioned Drake. So like you said, you rather listen to Drake. So so what is it about it? Because like you said, it definitely wasn't his best work, but in the same breath. I still got it. I got it in the, in the player too. So, like, what, what was it about you know,
2: the album? All it is is like I'm, I'm, I'm in a certain mood right now in my life. You know what I mean? So, like with Sean, I listen to his like if I want to just hear somebody being lyrical and some stuff. If I want to hear the tracks that he got with his collabos and whatnot, okay. I'm listening to those different things that I'm taking from Sean. But Drake, it's easy listening music, baby. That's that's how I'm feeling about Drake. Like he's easy listening. When I, I can pop him in and I can find something more than I'm going just. Get into a nice little vibe with. You know what I mean? Like, Sean's album is dope. It just, it really is. I'm using that word a lot tonight, but it's dope to me. But the thing is, I always, I'm one of the people who, like, I gravitate to certain things, and it's just really based off of my mood. It's not based off of how good the album was, because definitely wasn't his best work. You know what I mean? But he always got an album that you're going to find something on there where you could just not allowed to and just be cool with it you know the funny
0: thing is about the drake album that that really surprised me like just from people critiquing it was that everyone's always like he's singing he's making it for the girls he's just and of course that's what girls like but i felt like it was a whole lot less of that on this one and, and then it was like oh now it's trap drake it's trapper drake like we now now it's like you don't know what you want from like so i get the artist's pipe because it's like oh, I do this, I stay in my lane, but now y'all is critique. Now it's like, this is what you telling me you want. I give you more of this and now you don't really like it. Like you said, I'm a Drake fan, and like you said, he be spitting, he always happens to, he got good beats, like they work together, you know what I mean? So like, I'm with it. And like you said, sometimes I'm going to the gym, I just want to be riding with my wolves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you just be in that type of mood, like, I, I'm on it. So like, I the still rock with Wolves wolves, man. <laughs> Listen, whatever it is,
2: I'm in it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean the the only criticism I had initially of the Drake, and I, I kind of came around on it, but it, initially it just sounded like one long song, like you know the first like four or five songs, you're like God damn, like, I can't I can't tell the difference, and I and I heard it from other people too, like then eventually I was able to pick out the songs I like because look the singing that don't bother me, like that part of Drake, that version of Drake, I'm cool. He's not making these love songs or anything like that on there. He's still spitting. You know He kind of gets annoying where he kind of just draws out words and, and, and shit like that on his, <laughs> at the end of his flows. but And he kind of did that too much. But I took that project and I was like, yo, let me just throw something out there. Let me try something a little different so y'all can get prepared for whatever I'm, I'm coming with next. And if y'all like it, cool. If y'all don't, then I'm going to go back to, to whatever. Just, you know, writing my music while i'm taking a a, a hot t- taking a bath with candles lit and the, the lights down crying that's the we, mood we, i'm in we, we wine, <laughs> with a big wine glass and, you know whatever whatever the hell drake's uh, writing process is but uh you know overall like i i rock with it it, it is what it is like the one thing music is so much music that after a while it just becomes disposable anyway like i haven't listened to drake in a minute like I, I, there's so many projects you like, gotta take that with a grain
0: of salt with rich because <laughs> rich's favorite artist only gets at least two spins like rich is a lucky. Of course, he will listen to any and everything that comes out and I'm not that dude like you know what I mean like I like what I like <laughs> so I'm gonna listen to Sean and I'm gonna listen to Sean I'm listening to Drake I'm gonna listening to Drake like I'm gonna listen to joe button I'm gonna listen to Joe button like he is the type that's like yo it's my favorite artist I'm listening now I'm riding with him yeah I'm listening to it one time but hold up this new uh Action Bronson came out, so now I got to give this a spin. No, hey, but, I don't but, gotta but, give. Her hey, but listen, <laughs> you
1: want you want to know? it got a lot of spins though. Oh, so buddy, say it. Oh, buddy, that motherfucking Future Hendrix, Fifty Six <laughs> Nights, Fuck <laughs> <Come laughs> with him Yo. I don't give a damn. Like, it is crazy because never in a million years would I ever thought that I'd be listening to Future. Like when I first heard Tony Montana, I thought it was the worst shit ever. I can't understand it. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I think I didn't get hip to him until like maybe uh, Turn On The Lights. That's when it first started. And then You Deserve It. Once I found the album, You Deserve It. That's my shit. Since then, I've been riding with the bull. 56 Nights. First of all, first album, Banger. Second album, Honest. Banger. And I know Sing fuck with it, so come on. Can can I get a a co-sign? Alright, I just want to make sure you're there with me. Monster. Beast Mode. 56 Nights. All Fire. Funny story about Beast Mode. So Sing... (laughs) Again, sing the time the background oh, okay. that. I'll give him one little
0: background because <laughs> I am the type like I said, I'm loyal, I'm also stubborn, right? Okay. So, All
2: right, when, when, when Tony up.
0: Montana came out I, I wrote I wrote the nigga off Like you know what I mean? Like, I, this is not something I want to hear like, don't try to make me listen to this nigga I don't give a fuck, like fuck, future, what the fuck is this? Right, so That's a little background. When it, so it so turn the, the corner for you? Listen, or did it? No, listen, so it definitely uh, so it turned the corner halfway. I would say it turned the corner all the way, what, about two weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, when did we go to the buy by about two the, months the ago? The month? end of February. End of February. By where it turned the corner for real, for real. You want to know how that happened? Exactly. Go ahead,
1: I'll let you take a story. All right, so I'm, I'm the music man in the crew, so I, I got the playlist popping or whatever. Bunch of Future, Bunch of Juicy J, Rich Gang. All people I would never think I would ever listen to growing up a hip-hop head. Anyway... So, but Dre, our man Dre was in the car with us. He, he, I turned him on the future. So me and him, me and Dre, we eye to eye with Future and Juicy. So anyway, Beast Mode comes on, a couple songs. Sing, sing, has heard these songs before, but he's like, I heard him under his breath. I don't think he wanted me to hear it. Like, that's, that's the funny shit. He's like, it ain't really sound like this when I was listening to it. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. But when I say it, I'm wrong, right? And ever since then, next time we go to the gym, he pull up in the big boy joint. Blasting Future. I forget what song it was, but he was playing one of them. Blasting Future. No, <laughs> no. I yeah. swear, a single tear just rolled down my eye like Denzel and Glory. I just had a proud moment.
0: And this shit is hilarious, right? So this shit is so hilarious because, like you said, like I, I was anti-Future, right? So I, I, I didn't get on it as early as him, but when Honest came out, I rocked with the Honest album, right? So I'm like, alright, you know what? I'm on this. I'm, I, I get it. I'm here. I'm here. I'm a fan. Monster came out. Nah, I'm just not. I, I went. I went back. I reverted. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is why I really don't fuck with dude, right? So uh, I'm Monster even making so far. Too. I'm even making jokes with Rich, like, yeah, uh, things that might be over for future. Mm. Like, Rich is upset, you know what <laughs> I mean? So mind you, so Monster comes out, then Beast Mode comes out. Now, out of respect, I listened to them both. I listen to them both twice. I think the problem. I think the where I went wrong is I didn't listen to them in the car. But that's neither here nor there, right? I listened to them. And I was just like, eh, I recognized first listen, Beast Mode to me was better than Monster. To me, my opinion, right? But it was just like, eh, whatever. So yeah, so we in the car, and shit sounded a little different. You feel know <laughs> I me? Mean? I'm sitting there like, damn. I'm like, I'm like, what's this? Yeah, that's on Beast Mode. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, like, you know, you know the, the
1: email I sent you like a month ago with the out Okay.
0: Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, so another track comes on, what's this? Oh yeah, that's on Monster. What? Nah. Another track comes on, yeah, that's Beast Mode again. Word? So we come, we get done, trips done, whatever, blah blah blah. I'm in, the, I'm in the crib now. That I got listen to it, right? So I'm in the car. I got this Beast Mode popping. I'm like, damn, another song I like. Another song i like, M- never mind. That Beast Mode is only like eight tracks long, right? Like it's yeah, not even it's a line. long. Yeah, yeah, nine songs long. So yeah, so now. I've been converted. I'm a Future fan. He got me in there. He, Future got me listening to Wayne again because one of the joints on Monster had Wayne on it called After That. Snapping. And I'm just like, okay, I'm with you now. So, I'm out yeah. there
1: on Wayne though. I, I, I think it's done. I think it's over for him. <laughs> but yeah, now nah,
0: that's just, it's a similar story with Juicy J too. Man. Yeah, you know, there's a
1: bunch of stories of music down and trying to put Derek's up on, excuse me, and he just didn't jump on it. And then, here we go, a couple months later. Funny story Who's your favorite R&B singer currently? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, so I rock with the dream.
0: kind of Okay, heavy. Right, just
1: stop right there. All right. Me and Dre, again, try to put him on. I had to physically give him a CD. Like, literally handed him a CD and say, Dog, you need to listen to this. And now, he might be a bigger fan than I am. There's no mic. It, it happens. <laughs> same thing. Next artist we're going to talk about. Wale, same shit. Because I bought Wale back in 08. Try to put Sing on. I don't know if he said this, but I'm pretty sure he said, I don't really fuck with the go-go and all this and that. Blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Okay. I wasn't I, trying I to hear the, the go-go
0: shit at that time.
1: All right. So now, fast forward, 2015, clearly a bigger fan than I am, even though I still rock with the bull. No, and he, don't. no he don't. No, he don't. So no, he don't. And, I, and I'm sure I'm willing to bet that Sing is fucking with the new album, which he should because it actually is a good album. So.
0: Listen, his new album, the mixtape he just put out before that, the yep. EP, yep. and one of the fav- one of my favorite songs on the EP is a Go Go drink, got a Go Go beat to it, like. Okay. And, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely switched. Like I said, I'm a little stubborn. Once I make the turn, and then then I go hard. You know what I mean? So like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm not going hard for future yet, but nope. Sean, the Dream, uh, Wale, yeah, like, you can't tell me nothing now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wale is that dude, and Rich. Silently Don't like the ball Like oh, a... He's on, Don't get me wrong Like I said We mentioned Joe Button Rich is also a fan of Joe Button Right Big fan. Joe Button Has done one of the mo- The best and worst things He could do for his career So He's let everybody Into his life Right So He's he's heavy on social media He's heavy on the video The vlogs And all that So We've been able to see That he's a fucking cornball Right And it just sucks Right So it's like Damn yo I, really, I like this dude Like his music it, it be hitting But he's so fucking corny Right <laughs> But yo So through the years Me and Rich have been like Yo It is what it is That's Joe But like we got the music You know what I mean Fast forward Wale (laughs) Rich gets on Wale Is one of his favorite artists and shit So Wale has this This big fascination With fucking crying in the media Like He just complains about everything He don't get his just do He don't get But you hear In every single interview So it's not just one interview Like It's not just one time he said it It's not even just one year Like last year Kanye was on a rampage Bitching Right but it was one year, so like Wale, every single interview is talking about not getting his respect, not getting this. Rich, ready to you throw a CD out the window now, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he don't want to give him his respect. You, nah. you listen. He will not get excited about nothing. He'll tell you, yeah, no, I mean, he made a good album. It was, it was, it, it was I mean, he knows how to make songs. It's, it's, you <laughs> know, <laughs> he knows how to make songs. I mean, he, he has that formula down. Man, and, fuck that. that PC fuck. with it?
1: Yeah, no. Man, fuck that nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, nah, it's not like that, man. However, I will say, Sing is right. Like, in, in that regard, like, I am tired of hearing him, bitch. It's music. Everyone isn't going to be a star. Everyone's music ain't going to make it to the top. Like, so in my head, I accept that. Now, I don't make music. So for Wale, he shouldn't accept that. But at the same time, I feel like let the people speak for you. If your music is that shit, people will say so. You know how they say so? By buying your shit, by talking about your shit. If they're not talking about it and you keep crying to get attention about it, Come on, dog. just chill out. Because I, I do feel like his music is good enough to, to be talked about, but it may not be on a Drake level. I don't think we can sit here and be like, Wally has any project that's better than, than a, a Drake album. Maybe it's close, but I'm I'm willing to bet like you might feel like Drake's always been better. His new album, Wale' New Album,
0: is not better than the product. the mean, Drake's the, put out. The mixtape, I don't really want to compare it that's to it ain't that. a mixtape,
2: man. That's right. it.
1: That's an album. That's is, he called it a mixtape just in okay, case the it. overnight drop hey, didn't work. You know what I mean? some hey, like, yo, yeah. yeah. hey, well then call it an album. I mean, I'm just saying overall. All original beats, like yeah. Right. Nah. overall. I'm willing to say like Drake has been a better artist than Wale. I don't think it, anyone will argue that. I'm not going to argue that. All right? I'm not so, going to argue that. So like, the people he wants, and same thing. Now, this could be an argument, because I know you don't rock with him. I don't know about you, Kev, but like J. Cole, for whatever reason, is way more popular than, than Wale. Now, that is a close argument to me, because I listen to Wale... A hell of a lot more than I listen to J. Cole. Lights, so I... It <laughs> nah, it ain't that. <laughs> but, I, but I can see it. I can see how, how Wale right. can sit back and be like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why they fuck with him more than they fuck with me. But you know what? That's the game. Like, some people some people get through, some people don't. Everybody's not meant to be a star. Like, you're on your fourth studio album. I don't want to hear about you being underrated anymore. Like, you're not Big Crit, Where motherfuckers don't, like... Y'all don't listen to him at all, like, and I feel like he's dope as shit. Like, and I, I just, like, who exactly? And, and, and I feel like yo, Crit deserved that shine, but you don't hear him crying about it. Yo, I put my music out; the people that rock with it, rock with it, and that's all I've ever wanted from Wale. Stop trying to be something that you're not. Make the music. That was music. the advocate to that. Anybody really
0: interviewing Crit like that? Like,
1: exactly. so he's not really on oh, the platform not, to complain. No, I'm joking. I'm oh, joking. he's <laughs> on the same, same breakfast club interviews, you, same Hot 97 it. interviews, and you never hear it.
2: Listen, I understand what you're saying, but see, y'all don't want me to get political, and I'm not going to go nah, about this. podcast. Speak on, it. but on honestly, it. honestly, Wale is motherfucking dope. Like, if you listen yeah. to what he puts out. Never said he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I was with Drake Bay way back when, you know, in the mixtape, Derek put me on to him and everything, and I thought his music back then was much louder than it is now. You know what I mean? Okay. But that's just because he was just new and interesting mm-hmm. at that point in time. What I'm saying is, Wale, like, yeah, he's out there bitching, but if you really listen to his albums, like seriously, he's just a dope artist, but he's not on the level that he should be only because I think it has something to do with the light-skinned like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> believe <laughs> it. And <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because for real, it's more acceptable for white America to buy into a Drake because he looks closer to them. It's more acceptable yeah. for them to, to buy into it. And y'all, I mean, y'all don't have to feel me. This is my own personal thing and we're just vibing on whatever we feel. Yeah, but, no, please. But, J Cole, nobody really in this room. I don't really think nobody gets why he's so fucking popular. Because if you, he got a couple dope joints, but lyrically he's not. He's not that lyrical to me. He he got some shit, but he's not. He's not on no level with with any anybody I consider great. You know what I mean? But he's higher than Wale. Why is he higher than Wale? Because he looks like some of some
1: of America. Catherine yeah. Lamar selling records, so I can't I can't give you that. Like I don't I don't know why J. Cole, like, I, I disagree. Okay. I think he's more lyrical than you think he is, but most people <laughs> complain that he's just boring. Like he doesn't make songs that I really just want to listen to. And that's what I wanted <laughs> to add. <ask. Hold laughs> <on>. Before <laughs> we go
0: into that, what do you feel about J. Cole Pierre, Like at his music? How how do you what do you think about it?
2: I just think it's alright.
0: You think it's just alright, yeah. exactly. So I'm gonna say this because you brought up a great point, right? So, not this past album, the album before, right? J. Cole drops. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I can get with this. Like, I like it. You know what I mean? I, I listened to it. I gave it about three more spins than I normally would, which would have been one, right? So I gave about three more spins, and, like, I, I was digging some joints. This album came on. I almost fell asleep in the shower. Like, I was like, I don't feel shit. Like, you though. No, it wasn't nothing that made me want to remember a lyric, rap something, go back and see what he said. I was like, what the fuck? Like, hilarious. I was, like... I literally, it was a chore to me out of respect that I was like, yo, you got to go back and listen to this one more time. Like, and it's still on my, my iPhone because I haven't gone back that other time to go listen to it. Like I need to go back and listen to it just out of respect because like I I do agree he can rap, but like you said, like he is boring. Like he's, and and it's funny because I never, that wasn't something that I, that I ever like picked up on. on. Like I didn't like everybody been saying that for a long time. I just kind of figured like, it's like big crit, like. You can rap, but I don't want to listen to him. Like, I just, it just never got into him, you know what I mean? So, that's how I took J. Cole. But this time, I listened to it, and it was like, and I didn't even hear the boring thing until I came back and told Rich, was like, yo, I didn't, I don't, what what the fuck did I just listen to? Like, I didn't, I just didn't feel anything. And he was like, yo, that's what one of our boys, Orlando, always says, like, he's boring as shit, like, and I, and I was like, yo, you hit on the head, like, so, and I will say this, Rich was absolutely surprised when fucking J. Cole numbers of his first album came out and the dude sold what two hundred and sixty
1: or two hundred and eighty I still albums. feel like Black like- Nation is buying some of them like <laughs> it is it's it's no knock on his talent, but right. it's just it's just amazing to me like what breaks through and what doesn't. Because none of his big songs at least from his first album, I don't I don't know what was so big from his first obviously he had all that momentum behind the mixtapes he was dropping and everything like that, but they didn't even drop it when the, when the momentum was there. Yeah, I mean, there. his album came out like a year and a half after all that. So it's like that is like amazing to me. And honestly, the same thing happened with Kendrick when Good Kid came out. Like he did like two, three hundred his first week. And I was just like, I can't believe this many people are listening. Like it made sense after it came out and people heard how good it was. but it's uh, so I always just feel like it's some funny business going on. So we'll see. I mean, the Wally numbers will be out soon. Hopefully he yeah, at least these crack a hundred. But I just I just. I don't think it's in the cards for him. And I, it's not even for a lack of talent. It's just certain people make it to the top and some don't. And everybody can not be up there. I mean, we're being real. Like, how many Drake, Kendrick, Wayne, if he ever come back? And I, I, I doubt his numbers are going to be crazy. Yay, Jay-Z, like, and J. Cole. There's like a handful of popular rappers. And everyone else is kind of that second tier of Wale, Sean, which I'm glad his numbers. He actually did something. He's actually selling well. And then maybe Meek Mill or whoever else you want to put in that second tier of, yo, they're not all going to make it. So to continually hear him bitch about it, I'm over it. And the album is actually pretty good. Like, I I do fuck with it. Yeah, it's dope. Like it it's Sean's or not. Nah. All right. So I do got one one
0: last question for me, and that's, (laughs) that's one of your highest opinions. When that X drops, are you? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> are you running to iTunes or to the store to hey, grab
2: it, that? It may up? not drop. He out here robbing motherfuckers. Oh, not yeah, yeah, saw yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him in top five. I'm back on. Oh mate. yeah, he <laughs> was
1: actually pretty funny in that.
2: So <laughs> Yo, God, me and
0: Kevin had this debate. He, he glossed over it earlier. Listen, X came out first album. Yeah, I was on the bandwagon. It was my shit. Second album came. I'm still on the bandwagon. It was my shit. Third album, like, I can't here. even name the third album. Exactly, exactly. Because, but the thing is, is that it was like the third. His first three albums came out within a year and a half time. Like, so the first two, it was like, yeah, yo, five albums in, Kevin's still
2: talking that shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Listen, man, you're not, that's the thing, because like with you, man, it is what it is. Like, like you say he loyal, but he disloyal to the all Like, y'all like for real. But if you listen, yeah. he, he didn't even give him a chance. Like, he didn't even give him a chance. Like, after after, you know, like those first couple albums, he was like, fuck him. I don't want to hear nothing he got to say. Okay. I'm, yeah. o- I'm over this old nigga. I moved on to fifty cents. Like, whoever the fuck it was That's at the time. I'm just yeah. saying. And if I try to listen to Eminem right now, you can tell me that in 10th grade. Well enough. I mean you listen, we could debate over that too, but it is what it is. Like, but I'm a i am Wait, so hold on. So if, if you it, still rocking with X like today? I don't know. I to, I would have to hear it. You I really want to know. Are you want to find I have to hear the content. No, I'm not going to lie, yo. Know, I'm, <laughs> I'm scrolling through
0: Facebook the other day, right? And, and I see a post that says, it has MNX on the, a DMX on the screen. And the caption says, I was the best then, I'm the best now, or some shit like that. I said, let me, I said, "I thought about Kevin. I said, let me click this shit, man. Let me, let me click it. <laughs> and so he starts out talking. I was like, oh, shit. Then he starts rapping, right? And I'm like... I get it reminded me why I liked him before. Like he did have like this little bit of rawness to him. Like it just like I did dig it. But yeah, I'm still not in a hurry to listen to like I new it. DMX I like would never ever listened to a
2: DMX <laughs>
1: song on
2: purpose. For the rest but, of yeah, my that's life. how y'all are, and it <laughs> ain't
1: even about loyalty at this point. Y'all that's not know, it's good.
2: Wait, with the older ones like Raekwon and Ghost. like y'all don't fucking believe nah, nah, it. But I it's just like him, but, but they, it's not if the same. You, If you want lyrics, it's is there? You know, what I mean, maybe because I'm a little older, but you know, like I like lyrics and I like certain content and certain things that y'all won't get. I'm not saying DMX is that lyrical dude. I'm just saying that. When he was there, I was loyal to the cost. You know, what yeah. I mean? It's just funny because, like, like you said, like the
0: loyalty he asked for it is the same shit that Rich be getting on me for now with like Hall of Fame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't tell me nothing. That's how I was with Kevin. I couldn't yeah, tell him man. shit.
1: What <laughs> it is, man. And I and I accept it. I know what it is. So, with that said, man, again, we we want to thank you all for taking
2: a little bit over an hour
1: at this point of of your your day to listen to to Ron Lee Show episode two. Again, find us on Twitter at Teron, T-E-R-R-O-N underscore Lee, L-E-A. Also, hit us up on uh, our email. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Give us your opinions on the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, again, appreciate it, and we'll see you all next week. Peace. D-Sing, we out.